Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Those legacy commercials make me laugh. It's 135 in Edmonton. Bob Stopper joining you in Vancouver. It's official. Ryan Nugent Hopkins will play tonight. Miko Koskinen against Spencer Martin. That's the goaltending matchup. We're going to tell you Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop recommendation at Royal Pizza's The Mediterranean Chicken. Off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Pleased to welcome back to the show the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, who tonight at Rogers Place hosts the Moose Jaw Warriors. Brad Lauer joins us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Brad, how you doing? Hey, Bob. I'm doing good, thanks. Yeah. Uh, you had a little bit of a break here, and yeah. I know you've had a few bodies out. Were you able to get anybody back here? Uh, I think at one point you were down five or six players. Uh, any yeah. chance that you might be seeing some of your players... Uh, uh, you know, you guys have got the best record in the Central Division. You've obviously loaded up. You went and, uh, you know, you've now got five players off the Canadian World Junior Team. But I know that you're looking to maybe get some positive news on that front. Yeah, you know, it's been uh, it's been a good week of practice. Obviously, like you said, it's been a little bit of a downtime in our schedule. I think the last time we played was last year against the um, you know, it was we've at that time we were getting some guys back and uh, some guys are week to week, so we, we are getting some guys back. Um, we still have two guys, uh, the honey should be back tonight, but um, Demick and, and Golder are still in front, but they're, they're kind of gone to day to day right now, so hopefully they're back by the weekend. Jakob Demick is a Vegas Golden Knights fourth round draft choice. He's he's got he's basically your second line center, is he not? Yeah, I know he's been he's had a very good year for us. He's put up a point per game plus, and um, he was really just finding his career. Obviously, just before World Juniors, where he was he's a big kid. He's quick, dominant. He's got good size. Um, he was just really getting to understand the league and how to play, and he was really really stepping into his own at the time. Arizona Coyotes first round pick Dylan Gunther, uh, the number one pick in the WHL Bantam draft. 
He's on a serious heater of late. He's got five straight multiple-point games dating back to January 1st, which is when he returned to your club from the World Juniors mm-hmm. after it got postponed. Uh, yeah. He's got 11 games, you know, five goals. Is he starting? Sometimes it's hard for guys when they come back from, you know, come back from NHL camps, and by all reports, he had a decent camp. Is he starting to find his form a bit for it? Yeah, you know, he's starting to do those things that we talk about, you know, the little habits and details that... Uh, that he needs to do and you know when he's doing those he's he's uh he's engaged in the game and i really think that's a big part of it. the reason why his uh his numbers and his production has gone up is because uh those details like you said like you, you know it is sometimes tough for guys coming back to camp but you know since he went to the world juniors and he's been back for us he's been really good he's, he's really putting up some points and uh not only that he started he's playing well on, on both sides of the puck you got, uh, we're in Vancouver right now, and you, the Kurt Hill went out a week ago and got Justin sort of, uh, yeah. WHL uh, trade deadline. I, I, I saw the game that he played. He picked up an assist late in the game. By the way, the goaltender for Prince Albert last uh, Tuesday night, yeah. stellar, kept the yeah. puncher's chance in the game. Uh, do, you, do you have Leipin back tonight? Yeah, he's coming back too. That's right. That's another gift. There were so many guys out. I keep forgetting who we all had out. So I mean, I'm, you got you got Williams with 49 points in 38 games. He's a 20 year old that can shoot the pill. Yeah. Gunther is you know uh, going to be a, an NHL player. Leipen uh, has got 40 points in 37 games. Carter Such is a 20. He's at a point per game. Demick is north of a point per game. And then you get sort of who a lot of people thought might have been the the best player in the in the BC division. We haven't even mentioned Jake Neighbors, who played yeah. nine games in the NHL <laughs> this year. You've your 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 top nine forwards. Is it fair to say as good as anybody's right now in the Western League? Yeah, yeah, I think it is, Bob. I like our team. I mean, I think we're pretty good. You said Kurt Hill's gone out and done some things for us this year. I think, you know, one of the reasons, I mean, obviously, we've had some really good teams here the last uh, last three years, and unfortunately the last two of them, um, we haven't been able to do anything with it uh, except for, for winning some hockey games and, and developing, which is good. But obviously, um, you know, playing in the playoffs is, is the ultimate goal for for, for these kids and you know I think we realize what our kids have gone through here the last the last two or three years with without getting into playoffs and you know again this year I thought we had a really good start and put up some really good numbers and a really good team and you know Kurt's, done, Kurt's gone out and, and acquired us some assets that that'll that hopefully takes us to another level and, and, and gets us into the playoffs and not only into the playoffs but it gets us on a long run and eventually to the goal that we all want to get to. Uh, how would you assess the impact of Jake Neighbors back to your club after coming back from the NHL. You know, you know, adding a guy like Jake, you know, especially at the beginning of year when he came back, he's he's always been that that that, that kid that's been um, uh, very mature, very professional. Uh, guys always look up to him. He's he's a very grounded individual off the ice, carries himself very well. But um, he's a guy in practice that drives it. He's a guy that wants execution. Um, you know, he just makes your club better. Guys look up to him, and uh, he was really big key for us to get him back. Um, to move forward with everything we've done this year, and just the leadership qualities that he brings brings to our organization, to our group, and um, he's just he was the cog in our wheel that we needed to have, and uh, he's he just elevates uh, guys' game when when he's around. Last year, Sebastian Coulson and Edmonton only played basically in the Alberta division. I mean, his numbers yeah. were ridiculous. He went 17-1-1. Uh, and one. He had a 1.57 goals against average, 9.41 save percentage. He's at 9.18 in terms of the mm-hmm. save percentage. He's 19-4-3 overall. Um, 
his you know has he had some 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 tough moments you know he was sent back fairly quickly from uh, Detroit I would say and mm-hmm. I was a little bit surprised on his deployment during the World Juniors but I wasn't there with hockey yeah. Canada you know is there's a lot of pressure I mean he's the highest he's the first goaltender out of major junior hockey in a decade that has been drafted yeah. in the first round how do you think he's dealt with it all yeah, you know, I think that's one thing. I think, uh, you know, one thing with Coase, he's, he's very much, he's, he's grown up quite a bit uh, from when we first got him. Obviously, as a 17-year-old, he's, you know, he's, he's understanding uh, the game, what he needs to do on the ice and making sure he's ready. Um, you know, those things that you mentioned, you know, being drafted that high and then obviously what happens when you're drafted that high, you know, there's there's that next level that you want to get to. And um, he's very capable of getting there. Uh, he's, he's, he's a kid that's been working hard. Um, you know, I think he's put a little bit more pressure on himself. And what I mean by that, I think sometimes he feels he needs to win the game for us and steal the game for us. And, um, you know, when that happens, I think it almost works against you. And I think sometimes he just puts so much pressure on himself. And that's, that happens with these kids that get picked this high. And it's just trying to understand managing managing everything. And, um, you know, he's, he's doing a good job. We've got guys that he's, he's talking with and working with to, to, to understand um, you know, you know how to approach games and do things. Uh, you know to get himself ready, and uh, we're very confident with him that he's going to be fine for us here the rest of the season. Uh, Kurt, you're amongst, or uh, sorry, uh, Brad, you're amongst the most penalized teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I know you're the coach that manages the manager. I'm just kidding. You're not like yeah. that, but you are amongst <laughs> yeah. the most penalized teams. Would you like to see your team maybe be? Uh, a little bit more discipline or pick their spots a little bit more. I mean, I've been at some games, especially early, where they're, you know, you yeah. end up with a couple double minors, a couple major penalties. Now, that yeah. said, uh, for the listeners that haven't seen a lot of junior hockey, the standard's tighter in mm-hmm. uh, major junior than it is in the NHL right now. Give me your sense on that. Yeah, I agree with you, Bob. I think there's, we've talked to we've, we've talked to our group about it. I think we're not a team that should be the highest penalized team in the league. Um, I'm not saying we're not uh, not tough or anything. I mean, we do have, I think we're third or fourth in the league and majors with 15. I think the top team has 21. But um, our game is, is not about being physical. It's about playing hard and making sure you play hard between the whistles and, and do the right things. I think you're right. I think we get into those areas where uh, we get into those little hooking and holding and tripping penalties where uh, we get stop moving our feet and um, you know we try to show our kids all our penalties that we end up taking um, and just kind of show you know the type of penalties we're taking and uh, we have to understand going into playoff hockey there's going to be times they're going to get frustrated it's how you control your emotions during those times and I think we're, we're we've been working on it it's something we've got to keep improving on all right great stuff Brad thanks for your time good luck tonight okay thanks Bob you bet. It is 144 in Edmonton. When we come back from Canada's Olympic program, Bakersfield Condors forward, Adam Cracknell. You're listening to Oilers Now. It's 146. Zach Gassian expected on the line tonight with Brendan Perlini and Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Oilers in Vancouver. Uh, we are going to change focus. Today, Team Canada announced their Olympic squad, and one of the members is in the Oilers organization, albeit on an AHL deal. Uh, he might be in the Oilers organization for a while uh, when he decides to retire. Uh, current member of the Bakersfield Condors, we welcome back to the show, Adam Crackdell. Hi, Adam. It's Bob. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. How are you doing? 
Good. Uh, tell me this. Uh, how excited are you to join Team Canada for the upcoming Olympics in China? I mean, what a thrill. Uh, honor, of course, uh, to be selected and uh, excited to be here. We're currently in Davos, Switzerland, uh, getting going skated today. I've been up for about 27 hours, so uh, looking forward to getting some sleep and try to get some sleep, but uh, also preparing to get going here and uh, come what we set out to do is win gold. Now, do you think your experience previously in the KHL with Kendall and Red Star uh, helped you out? Maybe, you know, have, spending some time over China in the past? Uh, I think so, yeah. You're going to a familiar place and know what to expect. And uh, obviously looking forward to the playing China. That's, uh, that's the team I was playing for and know a lot of guys there. So it's uh, obviously a weird time, but uh, looking forward to connecting with those guys, but also uh, playing against them. Uh, do you have any idea as to how restricted things are going to be as a result of the COVID protocol over there for the Olympics? Because I know that was a concern uh, for some of the NHL guys, uh, you know, that we sort of, when it looked like there might be the opportunity for NHL players to go. Yeah, well, I mean, we don't really have a great understanding yet. I mean, there's obviously, what we can do is just take care of ourselves at the moment and make sure that we're we're doing the proper things to, to not affect our team and any health-wise. So we're making sure that we're doing our, our taking care of ourselves and, uh, you know, hopefully that goes a long way uh, for the tournament and nothing happens where games get cancelled and, you know, it's all, all worth for nothing. So um, just making sure uh, once we get there, we get the lay of the land and uh, kind of go from there and feel it out. We're joined by Adam Cracknell of the Bakersfield Condors. He'll play for Team Canada in the Olympics. How, how did the conversation go? I mean, obviously, I would assume, I mean, do you take a leave from Bakersfield? This is something that, you know, the, the Condors and the Oilers organization would support. But how does that all sort of come to fruition, Adam? Yeah, I mean, um, being on the long list and uh, had conversations with Keith Gretzky and uh, he spoke with Ken Holland and um, had permission to go and just kind of waited to see if I made the final roster and uh, um, kind of go from kind of go from there and wait for the final decision from Team Canada and I got the green light uh, that I made the team and you know Ken Ken called me and I spoke with him and I, you know I wanted to thank him obviously for letting me have the opportunity to go. For, uh, represent Canada at the Olympics and uh, just thrilled to be here but without the uh, oil support uh, it wouldn't be possible. Um, you're a big part of that team in Bakersfield. You've played virtually all season in a top six role. Uh, they were on a bit of a roll. They lost the other night but they'd won six straight games. Is there something about the culture that's been built down there and I'm wondering whether or not like, I think that culture is something that grows organically within an organization. But it, it, at the AHL level, there's, there's solid AHL vets, guys like you and Brad Malone. Is that something that Jay Woodcroft has also, and Dave Manson have also instilled in you guys as well? Yeah, I mean, uh, Dave and Jay do a, a great job on the ice doing that kind of development. And obviously, through meetings and what we're talking about and how how to treat each day if it's not a practice day, it's a game day about winning each day and uh, just come into focus and just take care of today. We don't look too far down the road on, you know, future games or anything like that. We just want to take care of what we can and, and that's in the moment. So um, it's our job as leaders and we know that's part of our role is to make sure everyone's ready and we want to be a part of that success and, um, you know, help out these young guys. Obviously we have Dylan Holloway down there now and he's finally playing and, yeah, tremendous player. You know, he started off really, he's starting off really well and comfortable, and 
it's a, it's amazing to see him finally playing. He's having fun and coming to a, uh, a group like ourselves. Like we do have a lot of young players, and but we all get along really well. We're a tight knit group. We have fun doing what we do day in and day out, and that just translates in the games. And we see guys having uh, success, uh, a lot more success than they did last year. And that's just through development and confidence, and that's what's instilled by the coaching staff. Uh, you're going to go into coaching one day. Who knows? Maybe even for the Oilers. Uh, give me a scouting report on Philip Roberg and what you've seen with him during the course of the season. I think uh, that, that that kid's going to be an elite player. Um, he's going to be in the NHL for a long time. His skating ability, his vision, uh, his confidence with the puck, his, uh, his play without the puck. And I think it's just his detail to learn, to learn his, uh, his habits off the ice or uh, NHL habits. Uh, how he carries himself. It's just all those things. That, it's not just on the ice that makes him a good player. It's what he does off the ice, too. So he's a kid that's willing to learn. We have roommates in uh, San Jose, so we chatted for a lot, uh, uh, you know, a good part of the evening and, um, you know, get to know each other a little bit more, especially in a roommate setting. And, um, you know, he's, he's trying to soak up as much information, asking about the league and asking what else he can do. So, um, that just shows you uh, his ambitions and what type of person he is and uh, really looking forward to watching him in the future. All right. Uh, have you ever represented Canada before internationally? Uh, I mean, no, not international. Spangler and uh, now in Davos. It uh, brings back some great memories with my wife and daughter when we came here and got to play, but definitely not a uh, World Juniors or, you know, obviously an Olympic uh, setting. But uh, obviously a huge honor to wear the leaf and represent the country. And uh, every guy in here knows what's uh, at stake and what we, what we want to accomplish. And uh, take a lot of, we take a lot of pride in this. Have you looked at the pool yet? Of, uh, to see who's in your well, pool? Had, yeah, Germany, yeah, Germany, USA, and, and China. So, um, you know, every game's marked down. We're ready to go. And, um, you know, we have an exhibition game versus USA. And um, obviously... Uh, a team like ourselves, we want to establish who we are and our identity right off the get-go. And we skate at stay and just kind of get the jet leg out. And uh, as more guys come in here, we'll uh, get rolling and uh, talk about what kind of team we want to be. And, you know, that's coming from the coaching staff and what player uh, needs to, what their value is and what they need to help out with the, uh, to make the team win. So really looking forward to getting going and exciting. Uh, two things for you. You said 27 hours you've been up for. Uh, I used to do that once in a while. It was called a bender back when I was in my 20s. And uh, I, hey, U.S. is in your pool. I have one thing to say. Beat the Americans. Great stuff, Adam. All right. Awesome. Yeah, you betcha. Thanks, Congrats, man. Thanks for the shot. Thank you. You bet. That is Adam Crackdall uh, joining us from Davos, Switzerland today. That's great. I, I thought he was in Calgary. I had no idea that they were already over there. Shows you what I know. All right. It is one uh, fifty-four in Edmonton. It is time to go to the Stan Oilers history for New West Travel. Looking for a great Oilers road trip? Fly non-stop to Nashville with Flair Airlines and watch the Oilers play for only 1750 bucks. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. We're going to go back to the state 1986. That's uh, uh, 36 years ago. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right, here's Brendan Escott. I remember this game.
Or Cody Jansen, but it's close enough, Bob. We got it. We got it. Paul Coffey picked up an assist. Oilers 5-2 at home over the LA Kings. This extended his point streak to 28 games, the longest in NHL history by a defenseman. I was uh, Paul Hardcastle at that age. No, no, 19. That's the year the song came out as well. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Looking for a great uh, road trip. Fly nonstop to Nashville at Flair Airlines to see the Oilers play for only 1750 bucks. Call New West Travel. Go to online at newwesttravel.com. Tonight, 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 we've got the face-off show. It's an ex- Cody, is it not an extended version where gonna, uh, Reed's going to actually drop the puck at 6 o'clock? That is and, correct. And was, all right. Uh, with... Uh, uh, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, uh, Cam Moon will have a call tonight. Jack and Louie and Gene are over on the TV side. I'll be joining uh, Cam on the radio side. Tomorrow, John Shannon, uh, Brian Lawton from the NHL Network, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then the 6.30 chat afternoons with Jay Lynn I from 3 to 6. I will join you at 6.35 from Rogers Arena. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.